Well done, lads. You discovered a species hitherto unknown to science, quite possibly non-terrestrial in origin, and you kicked his fucking head in. Yes, it's the science fiction rating system. Were you in this film, Alex? Yeah, that was just me. I was in this film, yeah. Uh, it's quite a good reading. It's set in my manner, isn't it? You know, it's <laughs> yeah, you've got that sort of, yeah, uh, yeah. Sort of accent, haven't you? I can turn it on. You know, if, if a workman comes round, <laughs> if I need to talk to a, a builder or a plumber, I'll, I'll put it on, you know. Yeah. I'll take that yeah. plumber. How'd you get on with, how'd you get on with the uh, 5-0, though? The PD. Oh, the pigs, man. Yeah. Don't talk to me about the, the fuzz. Yeah. The pigs, the rosers, yeah. the... FBI bro. FBI bro. Mm. Exactly. But why are we talking like this? It's cause it's attack the block. Uh, and we're going to attack the block with this film. No, we're going to attack this film. I don't know. 2011's film. Uh, it attacked my block. Oh. Don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything. Yes. Um, it's written and directed by Joe Cornish, who uh, whose new film, The Kid Who Would Be King, is out now. That's kind of... Bummed. Did it? Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of why I thought we should do it, but... Um, but anyway, to decide to dissect this film and to hate on it and really, really be mean about it, I have with me Chris Redding. <laughs> hello, 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 Chris. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, good. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. Sam Draper, how are you? Have you got over your cold yet? It's been a week. Uh, no, I've still got it. Oh, oh man, I consider going to the doctors. Cold. Yeah, that's been a I week. Think you've been a bit, uh, you've been a bit presumptuous well about saying we're going to shit on this film. Like maybe I oh, liked it. Oh, do you think I've been presumptuous? Okay, I just well, got a vibe off you both that you might not have liked it. Yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. I'm not showing my cards yeah. yet. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, yes. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'll show you my card. Yeah, yeah. That was quick. That was quick. <laughs> Slipped out. Uh, Joe Cornish wrote and directed it. He also wrote Ant Man. But did he? I mean, there was a lot of controversy over Ant Man, no. wasn't there? No, he didn't. Yeah, see, I don't believe he did. And he, he wrote <laughs> The Adventures of Tintin. Uh, I mean, that wasn't great, was it? It was all right. Awful. Mm. Um, but he used to be in Adam and Joe, and that was yeah. good. Yeah. That was very good. He was brilliant in Adam and Joe. Mm. It makes me wonder, because like, I really like Adam Buxton's post-Adam and Joe stuff. So it just makes me think that he was the funny one and, and Joe really wasn't. Yeah. yeah, I think you might be right. Who is he in Hot Fuzz? He's in Hot Fuzz, apparently. A Joe Cornish? Yeah. Joe yeah. Cornish. Oh, maybe. As, a, as like a, poli- like a random policeman yeah. or something. They all pop up in all their own all the films, don't Adam, they? A lot of them. Like, Adam all... Buxton's definitely in it, isn't he? The, the he gets, reporter. He gets the messenger. He gets the... Um, the church spy yeah, is the uh, yeah. Adam yeah. Buxton. Yeah. 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 Um, and he's in Star Attack. Wars The Last Jedi. Cameo. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're all in that. Well film. anyway. Yeah. Good for good for you, Joe Cornish. Yeah. You're making lots of money. Um it's a it, the the synopsis of this film is uh, it centers on t- a teenage street gang who have to defend themselves from predatory alien invaders on a council estate in South London on Guy Fawkes Night. Um, mm. And I do think, whatever you guys think about this film, mm. setting an alien invasion film on Guy Fawkes Night is quite a good idea. In a council estate. Well, not sure about the council estate, but the Guy Fawkes Night element, because there are a lot of noises. Oh, big time, yeah. yeah. Fireworks. yeah so you wouldn't notice an alien invasion going on. That is actually like... I like, I I like things idea. which are built around a British... Kind of a you know like V for Vendetta like it's very yeah. British and most people yeah. don't know what Guy Fawkes Night is. Yeah, mm. good. Okay, good. Well, I've got two quizzes, so Ooh. hopefully, okay. should we do we'll a quiz to win? Which, which one? Which quiz we're going to do? Oh, oh do good. you want a, a quiz to see which <laughs> quiz you do? Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the quiz of quizzes. Just flip a coin. Uh, yeah, I could just uh, trying to find. Okay, here's a quiz to see what quiz who picks the first quiz. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pest, the character Pest, is played by Alex Esmail. Mm. He was mm. in an episode of a two-parter on Casualty, mm. and it was it was a uh, and, and he played the same kind of character, and it was about uh, you know urban street gangs and stuff. Can you guess the title of this two-parter? Or get a near title to what they called it. So it's it's a casualty, uh, two-parter about street gangs and urban violence and stuff. What was its name? Sam. Attack the Dock. Okay, that's a good one. Chris, what would you have called it? Um, to surgery. 
Um, I don't know. Pass. Pass. It was called hashtag Holby Riot. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, which hashtag. is one of the shittest names for anything I've ever heard. Was I think. it Riot in 2012? I think it must have been, yeah. Yeah, the worst, was it this there? film's fault? Yeah, yeah. No, that's when, well, this, Sam, that's when he did them. Yeah. Mm. Sam, what, which quiz? Do you, I'm, we're not going to do the quiz now, but which quiz do you want to do first? Do you want to do the convoluted quiz about uh, related to science fiction authors uh, or the quiz about London Tower Blocks? Can I say the fact we're doing a quiz about quizzes is quite an indictment of this film? <laughs> like, this is what we've, what we've sung to. <laughs> Come on, you've got to make your own It was uh, Chris's idea. I'll, I'll go it's with like the, when you watch uh, cricket this... and they've actually got the camera on like the moon or something, or they're like watching a <laughs> yeah, bird yeah. which is walking around but, on yeah. the pitch, or someone like falling asleep yeah, in their yeah. beer and they yeah. keep cutting back yeah. to them. Yeah. Which quiz do you want to um, do first? Convoluted the, one or the, the second just, one, the tower block one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, tower block one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, back to the film. Part one: Attack the woman. Uh, basically, <laughs> it's uh, set, it's Oval Tube Station. <laughs> a better name for a film: Attack the woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And we see uh, Jodie Whittaker, who plays Sam, who now is super famous because she's Doctor Who, yeah. uh, and plays a nurse in this. So she got promoted. That's good. Um, hey. did um yeah, terrible. That's my terrible. That... Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's walked off. He's walked off. We lost him. <laughs> uh, anyway, she gets mugged uh, by the main characters of this film. And it, it, the this scene, and basically this idea was inspired by the fact that Joe Cornish was mugged uh, in real life. Uh, and he no- he said he noticed that the people that mugged him were as scared as he was mm. during the mugging. I hate now, all I would say, hoodie stuff. Well, in this scene, I don't think they seem that scared at all. It's a pretty horrible beginning to a film, isn't it? Yeah. I mean... It, it ruins the characters for the whole thing. Because all the way through, like, you've held a girl yeah. up at knife point. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about your redemptive arc. You're a piece of shit. Like, I don't also give a shit about like, his message. Sort of hipster, like, he's like, oh, I just, he, they were as scared as I was. I feel sorry for these young people. I know, like, yeah. Public, yeah. public schoolboy Joe yeah, yeah, Cornish. Yeah. In with, America, with his mate, millions, you know. Like, <laughs> like, there's yeah. no, there's, it's ridiculous. Now, I think yeah. you, I, I completely agree with both of you. I think this is the issue with this film is that this early scene they're kind of horrible. They're shit bags. They use it. They threaten her with a knife. Uh, they're rude to her. They swear at her and stuff. And then, so that's a horrible scene. At this point, you're not in any way identifying with them. No. I don't care. And that who you turned are. me off immediately. Like that. I would, I would yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. then it gets worse because something crashes down to Earth, mm. and it's this weird alien thing, mm. and it does attack Johnny Boyega, but not like badly does it it mm. kind of slashes him in the mm. face but it's not really a major attack mm. and he stabs it doesn't mm. he i think he stabs it and then yeah. it runs off injured mm. and they chase it down where it's hiding bleeding to death mm. and then they go in and kick it to death mm. and kill it and then go on about how brilliant it was mm. killing it it's mad now it, yeah this is the and, and i i had a, i remember watching this the first time around and mm. i had a major issue with that mm. Because I just think that they're not defending themselves. They're not. No, yeah. it's, they're it's so belligerent in in their not it, like it show it doesn't show any re any uh, negatives of how they are of their own uh, aggression yes, think, or yeah. like it it no. completely supports their behaviour. Well, I, I would also I would, sell, like, I would have made the story from the other. I would have made it like a horror film where it's like an alien's fucking them all up. Like that mm. uh, Michael Caine yeah. film, yeah. you know, where he just goes mad and starts killing hoodies. Yeah, yeah. Because also, like, there's no. You can definitely have a story where at the start they mug someone and they do have a redemptive arc where they they become mm. good. Yeah, but it takes longer than one fucking night and an alien yeah. attacking mm. a flat, flat. Like it's just not realistic, is no. it? Like no. you need to. It needs to happen over a longer time, doesn't it? And yeah. And as you say, to not react like that through the night anyway, just go around doing the this behaviour they've been doing before. Mm. It's like I all, think no. all their violence and treating people like shit is paying off. Yeah, it pays off. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It's See, yeah, no, I do agree with you. I think there's maybe a little bit more of a redemptive bit towards the end, but we'll get to that. But um, I do agree with you 100% that this opening is very tricky. And I think that he, I think he goes too far 
it goes too far to be pulled back again. It is a real difficult, you know, it's it, it's difficult to like these characters for the majority of the film. Do you know what I mean? It, also, like I know it probably should affect it, but in the back of mind, I do keep I, all the way through. I was thinking, you know, Joe Cornish mm. went to a very posh school, grew up with Louis Theroux, and was I was was clearly a very you know he's never a well-to-do like child. Right? No, he's never lived this life. I don't know. It just felt very fake, didn't it? Like the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I think in right. a, I think it's I think I agree with you, and also I think that the problem is it, it's almost in. It's like Joe Cornish a little bit is enjoying playing at being these kids. Like oh, yeah. Like yeah. what yeah. weapons would they have? Oh. Like oh, look, they smoke a load of weed. Oh, isn't that cool? Like it's a definite, oh, what funny friends it's a would they middle have? Class like, hackney perspective on all this. You know, yeah. yeah, and I and I think he he's kind of masqueraded a little bit of like you know like he he basically did a massive open uh, audition like to thousands of kids who weren't really actors mm. and that's how Johnny uh, what's it Boyega got into it and stuff like that and and also he like let them influence the script and like and improvise and stuff like that and that's all fine. See, I, mean, I don't believe that though because no. like I, I I think that if you ask one of us to write this script and write it in in this. Uh, setting, mm. we'd fill it with all this sort of fam shit and all this nonsense because that's just what you know as sort of the stereotypical yeah. thing. I, I'd find it very hard to believe that these kids really do talk in this because it's just constant, isn't it? It's relentless the way every, every sentence has to be this stupid like patois that, that you know, okay, it exists, but I don't think that's how people I, really talk, is it? Yeah, I think it, I think it's close, but not, it, it's a little bit too far. It's, I think... I they keep going like, oh, I should be playing FIFA, mate. You know, oh, you really listen, clever. You, you got sit on a bus on, in London, yeah, the, you, it's, it is like that. Oh, yeah, right. I, I think it, I think it's a hard <laughs> one. But also, but I do feel that, I, I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head that there is an element where you feel a bit like, rather than him go into this story and say, right, these characters exist over here... But for other yeah. people, you can connect with another character or something else, mm. or I'll tell it from someone else's perspective, because yeah. it is from the kid's perspective. It's not really from Sam's perspective, is it? The uh, Jodie Whittaker's perspective. Yeah, we really are going with these children in a way. There is an element of, like you say, with him, kind of like playing at this mm. a little bit, and maybe that. And also, I think that um, it's dangerous because he tries to be realistic, mm. but by being realistic, he's created quite unlikable characters. It, you know, because if, if he'd made them a bit more likeable, okay, some people might sit there and go, well, that's not realistic. Those kids on that estate wouldn't be like that. Mm. But at least when you watch the film, you'd go, oh, well, I quite like... Do you know what I mean? I think there's he's, he's yeah. paid... He's decided to be like, no, I'm going to be realistic. These guys are going to be arseholes. Mm. They're going to act like arsehole kids would. But then mm. that sacrificed alienating the audience. Like, Yeah, and you know, if, those, if, if kids like that were actually watching this, they'd all be going... You know, like, this is ridiculous. Mm. Even if they did talk like it, they wouldn't identify these characters because they are so put on and, yeah. like, hammed up, aren't they? Yeah. And so then you think, well, who's your audience? Yeah, well, it actually glamorises, unfortunately, people that have to live on in this world. You know, mm. it didn't talk about the bad sides of drugs, the bad sides of having to live on benefits and in council and social mm. housing and all these other, you know, it, it's kind of made a joke out of it all. And actually... Yeah. I mean, he just tried to put it back, doesn't he, towards the end? The yeah, problem with that is yeah. that I get that. You, but you can make a film that that doesn't that doesn't revel in that. But like you know, um, what's that uh, Sean Locke thing? Um, Fifteen Stories High. Have you oh, seen that? No. Comedy series set in a tower block hmm. where it's just people, and that's like exaggerated because they're weird characters. But there's not this moralising going on. Mm. Yeah. It's not like, they're not going, oh, God, it's so terrible. We, we just sit here being depressed all day. Mm. But also they're not walking around going, yeah, man, yeah, I'm, I'm killing everyone, all this sort of shit. It's just like very real. This mm. doesn't feel real, real at all, does it, though, in that sense? No, but I mean, again, I think two, two, you both got, both two things, again, is very, uh, that you both said is true about this film. Number one, Sam, it almost comes out like, like a black exploitation film. It's almost yeah, like yeah. those films from the 70s that were targeting a specific audience. It's a but class fact, it's a class exploitation yeah. film. Yeah, exactly. Like you could say some of those yeah. black exploitation films were realistic to the environment, but some of them were literally gratuitous stereotypes to mm. make to yeah. play to black audiences mm. in America yeah. in the 70s to basically play on all the cliches and just go, well, this is what you kind of want to watch, so here you go. And you right. could say to say this is almost like a kind of like hoodie exploitation. Like, is it is it just kind of trying to appeal to those people so specifically that either you watch it 
only people watching it uh, can only kind of go, oh, I'm vicariously living this life mm. by watching this film. And That's it. I think it's appealing to it's appealing to Joe Cornish's middle class white men yeah. who want to feel like they're in the, touch with, yeah. class, with these. Oh, I'm a I'm a bloody commercials I'm director. We've just bought a half million pound house in Hackney. Oh, what are those yeah. tower blocks over there? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I buy my cocaine off a bloke who lives yeah, in there, yeah, so yeah. therefore I'm I'm part of this world, mm. you know. And as Chris said. Like at the beginning, so within part, well, I'll move forward a little bit in the film. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, that's okay, that's okay. Yeah, no, no. Sam, economic the, issues. Yeah, yeah. The character of Sam goes, runs back to the estate, and she, this, this nice woman takes her in, and they have a cup of tea. And the, this nice woman, who it seems does seem like a real, realistic character who would live there, she's like, yeah. oh, they're all fucking monsters, and you should call the police and all that. Now, that's one of the few times that a character appears. For, for the majority of this film, mm. the tower block seems to be empty. Mm. Yeah. Why does no one else come out of their flats at all? during? There's yeah. so many scenes where they go down corridors or they burst into a room or the aliens are there and you don't see any other inhabitants mm. of this environment. And Chris is right. If you just had some normal family or some normal Because then woman, they'd have to show or, you that actually most people are normal and quite uh yeah. you know are uh, have morals and live yeah well you know yeah yeah if this was a film where there was say five sets of characters and the kids were one set mm. but there were other sets of characters yeah. it would work yeah. better because we could go no, oh, well, I'm more like it, it those just, people no it wouldn't work because these I mean, guys are assholes and everyone else who has to live with them on their floor we'd be yeah, on their yeah. side so that's why it doesn't work you can't yeah. show normal people in this you just need a caricature yeah. drug dealer and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what the, the depressing thing about it is that we watched a film that's done this whole situation so much better already, and that was Dread. Yeah. Dread showed yeah, a true. working class tower block yeah. in, a, in a completely made up world far more realistically than this does. The way that you see all the families and that, don't you? And, the, and as it gets further up the block, it gets more, yeah. um, you know, aggressive. Also, um, what's the one, what's that Korean film? Is it Korean? Or oh, like, The Raid. Um, the Raid, yeah. 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 Which again is completely exaggerated and ridiculous, but, but builds such a more real world around, doesn't mm. it? You know, this yeah, winds yeah. me up no, even. This winds me up though because it's, uh, you know, we know that there are people like there are behaviours like this, and this yeah, has completely yeah. glamorised it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do like, think though some of, some of it is a budgetary issue, isn't it? As well, yeah. I think though, and that's some of it. Is it feels like a spaced episode, doesn't mm. it? You mm. know, because they've got no money. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying I mean, is, there are normal people that live in these. You know these tower blocks. Yeah, so they, yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. they can't show yeah. that because we would be on their side yeah. then. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, as far as the plot-wise, the kids take the alien back. They show it to some girls who don't believe what it is. They then take it to um, well, the the main the character of Sam calls the police and goes round like with the police to kind of pick out the kids that mugged her, um, which is good because you think, well, no, that's what. You should do. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Um, and then they, we kind of get introduced to Ron, who's Nick Frost, being Nick Frost, basically, isn't he? Uh, yeah. And he's, as always, <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's in his uh, in his flat, which is a weed like growing environment, run by the baddie, the villain of the piece, who is called High Hats, uh, who's made a nice song, I like his song. Uh, that he play a lot in that, but they play that song a lot. Um, he's, he's, he's written about two bars, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you hear it a lot. Uh, My hat's gonna get you or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it basically, like Nick Frost seems to have the majority of the good lines. Like, uh, smells like yeah. a shit did a shit. And uh, he's in a different film, isn't he? Though, like, it's yeah. as though someone wrote a, a Pagan Frost character into this film. It's it's strange. Yeah. Mm. Maybe there was a party at the zoo and a monkey fucked a fish. That's a good one too. Yeah, yeah he's he's a very good comedy character, but he doesn't doesn't fit the world at all. No, no and almost no because he's it, from it, like Islington, like bloody same shit. Yeah, like well, it is kind of but, but, it's summed up by the fact that when the, we're not going to be able to yeah, get over the class of thing on this, are we? <laughs> <laughs> when the kids see the more aliens come down and they're like, yeah, let's go out and kill them all. Mm. He's he says that line of like, oh, they're sweet, aren't they? And it's that's almost like. That sums up that his character isn't really like. Yeah, you're right. He's not even aware of what's going on. He's like not even. He's not in, in the world. Film. No, no, no. Yeah, he's been he's been shipped in from the world of like Shaun of the Dead, or um, that one author on the pub. You know, he, he's yeah. He exists in a different universe to this one that Cornish is trying to build. Yeah. to me that character. There is an interesting bit here. I don't know if you notice when they're all sitting around and they're talking about like trying to sell the alien and make money and all that stuff like that. 
one of them, I don't know if you noticed, one of them says, oh, like the FBI will turn up on us. And they're yeah. like, oh, don't be stupid. That's in America. And a, one of the characters says, oh, no, here, it's Section 6. Section 6, yeah. Yeah. Now, do you know what Section 6 is? No. Quite interesting, but a bit sad mm. for Joe Cornish. Section 6 was a film uh, about the historical origins of MI6. Mm. And it was set to be directed by Joe Cornish. In 2015, MGM and bond right, uh, rights holders at the time, Dan Jack, basically took Universal to court over it being a James Bond knockoff, yeah. and they were going to sue them so if it even got made. you can't make about MI6 because of James Bond? Well, that's what they were saying, but it got settled, but then the film never got made. So he's basically putting a plug for his, his, own, yeah. his next film in, yeah. which didn't even get made. So now it's just a sad thing that we, I looked up and went, oh, that's a bit... That's a bit yeah. sad for you. <laughs> He's had really shit luck, hasn't he, with getting things made? Yeah, really shit luck. <laughs> yeah, really shit luck. So, yeah, so it's kind of interesting that they he put that in. I mean, bless him. Uh, and the other thing is that when they watched the documentary, did you notice the documentary about moths? Mm. Yeah. That that's Adam Buxton doing the voiceover. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of that. Yeah. And it's also basically, isn't it, that that documentary, what it says about the kind of leaving the pheromones or something, mm. that's basically what the aliens are doing in the end. Mm. Do you want a quiz yes. before we... Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Right, so Sam won the quiz about quizzes okay. and said we do a tower block quiz first. UK tower blocks. So, UK tower block quiz. It's not depressing. I've tried to be not depressing. <laughs> it, took a, it took a fucking long time to try and find things that weren't depressing about tower blocks. But I found them, so there you go. Uh, some of these we could do nearest... Well, we'll, uh, we'll just go one by one. Right, Chris first. When was the first residential tower block called the Lawn constructed and it was in Harlow in Essex? What year was the first one constructed? 1956. Oh, it was 1951. You were oh. very near. Uh, Civil House, Sam, is a 76-flat yes. council housing block on Columbia Road in Bethnal Green, completed in 1962. It has a total height of 59 metres, 194 foot, but how many stories does it have? How many meters? How many feet was that? Sorry. So it's fifty-nine meters, one hundred and ninety-four foot. One hundred ninety-four foot. It's uh, seventy-six uh, flats as well. Sixty. Sixty. Sam, it's, okay, si- it's it's sixty meters. You get a, a, a sto- one story. <laughs> it's half of the height oh, of a man. <laughs> okay, okay, can I change that? <laughs> yes, you can change your answer. Uh, 12. Do you want to, Chris, do you want to try and get uh, nearer? 18. <gasps> it's 19. Well done, Chris. Uh. We'll give that to Chris. Right, back to Chris. <laughs> uh, the final cost of building Barbican Centre in 1982. I love the Barbican Centre, by the way. Right, so in 1982, it got built. The final cost in today's money. Mm. Uh, would be five hundred million, but what did it cost in nineteen eighty two? Twenty million. Twenty million, Sam. Mm, four million. One hundred and fifty six million. Oh, okay. So no one got that right. Um, <laughs> Sam, the total yes. floor area of the centre, Barbican Centre, measures over how many acres? Ooh, four, including uh, the floors of the buildings. Have you ever, been, have you ever been in the Barbican? Oh, every floor? No, no, the floor area, like the space. The, how You've been much to the Barbican, Sam, you'd love it. On the ground. You've walked me through it, yeah. Uh, yeah, four acres. I do, everyone. No, like, that... Everyone who visits, I go, we're going to the Barbican. <laughs> <laughs> Chris? Uh, 100 acres. 20 acres. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't right, know Chris acres. Bar- <laughs> no. Barbican <laughs> contains 130,000 cubic metres of concrete, mm. which is enough to build how many miles of six-lane motorway? 50. 50 miles. Sam? Um, 18. Oh, it's 19. I'll give you that. Oh. I don't okay, know motorways. No. Sam, there is enough pipe work in the Barbican to stretch one and a half times round the north and south circular roads... But how much is that in miles? You know. Um, 150? Okay, Chris? Uh, 50. 75. I'm not going to give that mm. to either of you. Neither mm. of you. Right, don't worry. We're going on to a different in tower now. closer, but... Yeah. <laughs> Trellick Tower in London's North Kensington. Oh, that's a good a concrete, one. Concrete tower block. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good one. Built in 1972 by Erno Goldfinger, who was Ian Fleming's... <laughs> 
famous Bond villain, villain is named after mm. him. How many stories high is uh, Trellick Tower? And this goes Trellick. to uh, Chris, I believe. Have you got a height for me? Or? Uh, no, you oh, just okay. have to see. You just have to guess how many stories it is. I don't Damn. have the height. Um, Sorry. 22. It's bigger than... Oh, yeah. It was bigger than Civil House. Yeah. That was my clue. 22. Okay, yeah. Sam. Um... 32. It's 31. Oh, I'm going to give you that, Sam. Right. Sam, the Trellick Tower cost 2.4 million to build, Hmm. provided how... If we've still got listeners by this point, it's it's (laughs) fucking bonkers. I'll put a timestamp in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Trellick Tower cost 2.4 million to build, uh, and it provided how many council homes to families with low income? It's uh, 31 stories. It? It's 31 stories. stories. Ooh, and it's in Kensington, it. though. <laughs> so there won't be any. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm gonna say uh, 112. Chris? Um, 150? 217. Mm. Okay, not going to give you. Right, last one. Uh, is that the one that um, High Rise is based on? This isn't it? Yes, it is. No, High Rise is based yeah. on the Barbican. No, it's based no, on it's the Trade Tower, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think in it's 19- more on the Barbican, but we'll, we won't no, go there. Trellick Tower. No, I think it's more uh, about the Barbican, but... Well. <laughs> it's Trellick Tower, I'm sure. It's Trellick Tower. Tower. Yeah. No, it's Trellick Tower. Anyway, <laughs> I got these facts out of a Daily Mail article about High Rise, about Trellick so Tower, it's definitely which is like the, Barbican. the nosiest <laughs> report. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, last one, Chris, you've got to get this. Right. Uh, in 1998, the, the Trellick Tower was Grade 2 listed. In 2013... How many of the 217 flats were privately owned? 200. Out of the 217, 200 were privately owned. Okay. Sam? All of them. So 217 out of 217. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither you have right. It's full, only forty-five, oh, right. which is quite. It's a lot less. Mm. But Sam won the tower block quiz. Okay. So well done. We've got another quiz, have don't you, worry. Have either of you seen High Rise? Yeah. No. Is it good? Well, I haven't seen it. I read the book. Yeah, it yeah. looks awful. It's all right. Was the film any good? It loses right, momentum. It like literally is about an hour too long. When it gets to the top. Yeah. Oh, okay. It could be a lot more interesting. You know, like, yeah. If it was literally they cut the last 45 minute off, it would be a good film. It's mental. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, back in the film, we're at part four, which is called Attack the Kids. Um, and this bit, I did find this bit was the bit that annoyed me the most. There's this basic montage of all the kids going back to their flats to get weapons. Mm. And it was really, to me, very, very obvious that you get one bumps into his sister. No, one bumps into his mum. One bumps into his nan. Mm. So they all have women in their lives, Uh. but no men. And the only one where you hear a man's voice is when the man is shouting off screen, going like, take the dog out. Like, shut up. Don't, Don't give me that. So... It's very heavy-handedly saying mm. that the women stick around, that's why yeah. these kids are bad, there's no men, and that's awful. And then it kind of... So I found that really annoying and heavy-handed. And then what happens next, as far as the film goes, the aliens that turn up are, as um, as you remember, I'm sure, they are the male aliens, and they are bigger and more aggressive than the female alien that is small mm. and mm. easy to kill, you know, uh. and now the man aliens have turned up to defeat the kids. I don't know they're the men. It says, don't they? They say that they're the males and that the little one was the female. They yeah, say but how that do later they know on. that? Well, they don't know that. They speculate that. It's that bit. Yeah, it's the one that like, the, the university dropout kid, isn't it? Yeah. Is that whole speech. I mean, who, it who could, is... it's one of them things like if it's a different speech, if it's a different, if it's yeah. an alien, you're like yeah. north can be south, south can be north, didn't matter. Yeah, but it's speculative. I mean, you're right, but but. I think, Alex, your point is that the writer has yeah. made a decision on There's yeah. a very That's heavy-handed it. meaning here that men are big yes, and strong yeah. and violent and mm. women are not only yeah. kind of smaller and weaker, but also that the men hurt the women, as yeah. it were. Yeah. So I found that really fucking annoying. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, what happens now is that basically the kids realise that they've taken on a fight they can't win because mm. the aliens are huge. And, I mean, what do we think of the design of the alien? I thought it was quite good. What do you think? Yeah, I liked it. I like the idea of the, like, the absence of, of colour yeah. and the mouth. I think they look awful in motion. Yeah. That kind of weird shuffling thing they yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, they're not, very good. they're very few CGI effects. It's mainly people in suits. 
Yeah. So that might you, be you, why. You see too much of them, I think, for the budget. They're not, they don't look very good. Mm. But I, the, the idea of like a thing that is like, you know, like a void of colours, that's really. They're quite creative. Yeah, I do like how creative they are. Um, yeah, good. Okay. It, you know, so we it's very difficult to do that sort of thing if you think about it. If you started off and your job was to make an yeah, alien yeah. film, it's very difficult. Yeah. 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 Well, there's a bit of kind of there's a big kind of action scene. The aliens start chasing them. Uh, they the Moses Johnny Boyega ends up ends up getting arrested, but then the police get killed. Uh, and there's kind of this whole like getting him out of the car and all that. And they get injured. Uh, the pest gets his leg bitten, which is the first kind of bit of like like some actual violence you've seen. Like that the aliens can actually do anything. Yeah. Because we're quite far into the film here, and again, this was my issue. Nothing, as you said, Chris, earlier mm. on, they're just they've just got stoned, they've just had fun. Mm. There's no real like danger or peril at this at this point. No, I would, um, I would have definitely done this more horror in the sense yeah. that like they yeah. just think they're hard and they just get whacked. Yeah, I mean, I I personally think that the the moment when it shifts should have come a bit earlier. Yeah, personally, I think it is too long. Yeah. Where it's just a good fun romp, yeah, and yeah. it's just but also the shift isn't big like enough. Says it. It, it should have shifted into something more horror. Also, yeah. it's very like leaden and sort of messy. The way it kind of mm. it, it never really gets into top gear. It keeps falling back out of it in a way that mm. like obviously action films have those lulls, you know, where you have the talkers sort of that. But it just it felt very sort of like just like like lumpy the way it doesn't really. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't really flow very nicely from the action bits into the quiet bits, no. stuff like that. It just seemed a bit of a mess, really. No. Well, the yeah. I mean, they, they the kids hit Hi-Hats, who's the villain, so he's after them now. Uh, they burst into... Uh, I like Lewis's how they've all got stupid flat. names. Like, that's just what happens. Everyone gets a yeah. nickname. Yeah, that's true. Um, I thought that's quite good to see when they burst into a flat and they just seem completely oblivious as to why she wouldn't want to mm. help them. Yeah. And when she says, oh, I'm thinking of moving, and they're like, what, why? It's really nice around here. Um, I quite liked all that. But again, it just kind of highlights... I'd be helping the aliens are. kill these fuckers. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd, that would be like, just, just fuck off, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, they kind of... She joins up with them... Uh, and they, they, the kids kind of head to the girls' flat, uh, where the girls just kind of laugh at them. And there's, I did think it was quite good. There's a good bit when Johnny Boy goes off on this massive rant about, oh, it's the government and the black people aren't killing themselves quick enough. And first they send yeah. guns, then they send drugs, then they send monsters. And it's like this really heavy. It's like really done, really like dramatically. And there's a mm. pause, and then everyone just laughs at him. And yeah. I did think that was quite good because was I good. really yeah. didn't yeah. want this film to be like that heavy-handed. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, good. you say that, that though, would've... but it's still in the script, and they've just put people laughing at him afterwards. Like yeah. it's still, it's still said. It's still mm. ridiculous. Yeah, but I think that's. But it's there to to laugh at. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, they're saying it's ridiculous. I think, I think Joe Cornish is is in that fact. <laughs> he's trying to stop that reading being a thing because a lot of people would go, "Oh yeah, well this is a parable for like the monsters like that," and he's saying no. But no everything it's else not he's real. done is actually very stereotyped. So. You don't get off yeah, no, just by point, saying yeah. something else ridiculous and then someone laughing at it. Mm. Yeah, no. But anyway, at this point, we kind of have the turning point, which is that the aliens jump through the window and they actually finally kill someone. So actually, finally, one of the boys, who has been the kind of... He's the worst one. He's kind of like the biggest dick, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Um, it's a nice shot when the head flies off as well, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty like... It's a nasty attack. It's quite well done. And it is probably at this point where you are supposed to see a kind of like a turning point. Maybe you're supposed to be like, oh, God, this is serious. Uh, mm. And maybe there's more going on. And we move to part seven, which I've called Attack the Feelings, um, <laughs> where basically all the girls are crying. And like one of them is like, um, oh, everywhere you go, bad things happen, Moses. And then the other one's like, stay away from us, stay away from us. And there's this big like close-up of Johnny Boyega and he's like crying a little bit. And yeah. it is a bit heavy-handed, but it is needed. But maybe if, you, if you're if you right, if you'd written the film better, he wouldn't have needed to go so full-on at this point. It's also sort of like where the whole like gender thing, or the class thing, becomes real problematic because yeah. you get this sort of this bit where the film's kind of 
kind of guilt tripping Jodie Whittaker's character into yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, into thinking, well, oh, I should have let them mug me, or oh, I shouldn't hate them because they've got it so hard, and yeah. he's got a runaway dad and all this sort of stuff. So I should feel bad for the fact I went to the police, yeah. you know, yeah, which is wrong. No, you were mugged, yeah. At knife point, yeah. you shouldn't feel bad. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm not saying that he can't have a redemptive arc and at some point in life be forgiven and go on to good things, but mm. no, that was like two hours ago. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like you're, you're justified to say, no, fuck you, I'm going to look after my own. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to help you here. And the yeah. film shouldn't be helping them in that sense either. Yeah, no, you're right. No, no. Yeah. Do you want another quiz go before on. we get. Uh, so this yeah. one's a bit more of an. Inv- right, okay, so this is. So basically, Sam's going to get one set of questions and uh, Chris is going to get Ooh. another. So right, the areas... So at the very beginning, we see the map of the uh, tower block. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of the roads and the areas are named after well-known science fiction authors. Oh. So I am going to... So for Sam, I'm going to tell you the name and you're going to say what author it is, right? Right. And then for Chris, so we'll identify... I'll get the we'll dumbed-down version of this. No, what? Yeah, well, what you get is you get the year of the person's. So, what I want your answer is to be like it's pretty much their most famous work. Yeah. But I'll give you the year of the book and the year of the film version of this work. Okay. And you need to guess what the work is. Okay. Okay. So, for example, if I was to say to you, Sam Clark Court, yes. who would that be? Obviously, Clark. Right. And then if I was to say to you, Chris, book nineteen sixty eight, film nineteen sixty eight, what would you say? Uh, 2001. Yes, so there you go. But cool. that doesn't count. That's the only one I know. Uh, I think you'll know some <laughs> of these. Okay, so, Sam, Moore yeah. Court. Uh, Michael Moorcock? Mm, no. No. Do you want another guess? No. No? Okay. Was, <laughs> it's Alan Moore. Oh, Alan Moore, of course. Okay, so, Alan Moore, Chris, so that his, the book... I'm looking for was out in 1989. Uh, hang on, so sorry. So the name is always exactly the name. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yeah, right. Okay. okay sorry. <laughs> it, it, not complicated. It, the book was out in 1989. The film was 2005. What is the Alan Moore book? 2005. Yeah. That's not his most famous work. Oh, the film. Sorry. All oh, right. Yeah. No, I've done one that was a book and one that was a film. You've already yeah. you mentioned it already. Also, not a novelist. No, it's uh, okay, but <laughs> sorry, but. <laughs> Oh. You've already mentioned it once, either on this podcast or last week's podcast. Oh, um, oh! You mentioned it this. No, you mentioned it on this podcast at the beginning. Oh, did I? Um, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Sorry. No, Watchmen. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. That's not his famous work. Watchmen is no, his most famous. It's work. not. It's, but I'm just, I had to find one. Oh, right, okay, sorry, and right. films. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god! Sorry. I did a lot of work on this quiz. There's a lot of work. Yeah, he's done a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry, right. mate. Sorry. Let's try it. Okay, we'll try it. Huxley Court. It's all going to be for no reason. Aldous Huxley. Yes, Sam. Well done. So Aldous Huxley, yeah. Chris. Book nineteen thirty one. TV films nineteen eighty and nineteen ninety eight. What is Aldous Huxley's? What's the work of Aldous Huxley I'm looking for? Um, TV films. They were TV films. Yeah, they weren't actual films. Ah. Uh... I don't know. Sorry. Well, Brave New World. Yes, it was Brave New World, Sam, but okay, I'll give you that. Uh, Wells Court. H.G. Wells. Yes. So H.G. <laughs> Wells, Chris, book 1896, yep. film 1977 and 1996, and we've reviewed it on the podcast. Uh, War of the Worlds. Oh, Island of Dr. No. Moreau. The War... Oh, Moreau. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realise, yeah. 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 Ballard Street. Because you said there was two of them, it threw me. But there is two of yeah, them, isn't true. there? Yeah, true. J.G. Ballard. Yes. So J.G. Ballard, book, 1975, film, 2015. You've already mentioned it. You've mentioned it, yeah. Once today. <laughs> yeah. Today? Oh, Chris. You've, you've yeah, mentioned yeah. it. I've given spoilers this... out for this one, yeah. Yeah, you've given... We had you've... an argument about it. We had an argument about it earlier in this podcast. Um, no, sorry. It's not science fiction, though. Yeah. It's uh, high rise. He's yes. put a lot of work into this. It's quiz. Dystopian future. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's sci fi, high rise. Mm. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, Adams Street. Adams? Adams. Oh, Douglas Adams. Oh, yes. Sam's. Yeah. Right. Oh. So, Doug- Douglas Adams, Chris. Radio yeah. Comedy Broadcast, 1978. 
1981, film 2005. Hitchhikers. Yes, well done. Herbert Way. James Herbert. Oh, no, 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 Frank Herbert. Frank Herbert, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Frank Herbert, Chris, book 1965, film 1984. Brilliant book. It's been remade at the minute and it's going to be the best film of all time. (laughs) Ah, um... Got a great director behind it. Dennis Villeneuve's re- remaking it. No, what is it? June. Oh, nice. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, last one. Wyndham Tower. Uh, John Wyndham. Yeah. Sam knows his authors. Uh, <laughs> so, book 1951, film 1962. Chris. Great book. Do you know this one? No. Nope. It's Day of the Triffids. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So, there you go. Oh, everyone there, I think. Yeah, you did. You did very well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back at the back. Thank you. I tried on that one. Um, back in the film. Um, yeah, the totally turned the tables from when we we're talking about animals or something, doesn't it? Yeah, I like that animal quiz. That was a good yeah. one. It was more exciting than the high rise one. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the tower block, tower block one was a bit dry, wasn't it? Yeah, but you dry, picked that yeah. one first, so it wasn't yeah. on me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, back in the film, they go to another flat. They try to get to Ron's flat, but then another of the boys is killed. So they're really like, and that's like there's load of blood squirting in that one. And again, it's like, but I mean, I've written down this needed to happen, and it did need to happen in this film. You did need more. More people needed to die. Mm. Yeah. For it to even have any kind of like effect on them and it still doesn't really have much effect on the characters does it not um, at all they take it really really in their stride the fact yeah. that we're getting murdered yeah. by space aliens yeah. and their children like these kids would just be like in a catatonic state wouldn't they they'd be yeah. just be like uh, you know yeah because they they, tr- they also try and like um go along that line of saying how oh they're as they're as scared as yeah, yeah. as she mm, was yeah. when they mugged them yeah because they're kids mm. but well, if they're that, that scared how come they're like going after aliens with machetes it's not, it doesn't work you can't be both yeah. ways can no, you it, no it doesn't really work and it, it um it, it it pushes the non-truth that kids like this are have any hard yeah well yeah are hard are mm. not absolute cowards mm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't... It, it, yeah, I mean, it. It. I agree. It I'd have believed really... it if they were, like, attacking the police at the beginning, not some woman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think... And yeah. as a gang, like, it should be that when they get, like, one-on-one, they are terrified, yeah. because that's the whole thing about gang violence, is yeah, because they're a gang. Would, yeah. That yeah. would have been more... Again, that's a more interesting idea, isn't it? That, yeah, in a group, they're very strong, but the... Yeah. Almost if you went yeah. with something like The Predator, it yeah. picks them off one well, by again, one. Well, again, that's why, like Chris, you were saying, that's why it would work as a horror film, wouldn't it? Because you mm. could... Yeah. Split, I'd do it like Harry Brown, kid, where, like, literally, mm. yeah. it just it's a bad day for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they get to Ron's weed room, uh, Bruis, kind of, the character, which which Joe Cornish said is based on him, basically, which is pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, he works out that there. Well, he, he just kind of says. I mean, he doesn't really work it out, does he? That there's some kind of. They look at the UV light, don't they? Yeah. And they see that the Moses jacket is covered in stuff, and that that is the stuff that the aliens, because the aliens don't have eyes, the aliens are smelling that stuff. So technically, if you're not got that on you, you're safe. Mm. Um, and then they basically get the Jodie Whittaker to do it, but it's not really. They just their excuse for not doing it is that they're high, isn't it? I mean, it's not really. Yeah, it's a bit late. Also, so, sorry, did you say that Joe Cornish said that the character, the, the dropout character, is yeah, Bruce is supposed to be based on him at that age. Right. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. There's no <laughs> way Joe Cornish was hanging around. You know, States, these sort of tower yeah. blocks, was he? No, uh, no chance. No, no they're both. If he'd been in any sort of trouble, he'd gone back to Louis daddy Theroux and got some money to off like him. Bloody yeah. Westminster school. And yeah, I, I, like, fair enough, I, I've no doubt that he has smoked a lot of spliffs in his time, but he was buying his weed off, you know, like, uh, some of like, super Boris hands Johnson, in, yeah. in a pub. You know, <laughs> yeah. he, he wasn't going to a tower block to get that. No, no, no. Mm. Um, and then we're in the final part, which is Moses versus the monsters. And basically what happened, it's just a big dramatic bit, isn't it, that Jodie Whittaker sneaks into... John Boyega's flat and yeah there's this kind of reveal that his yeah. dad isn't around his uncle and that he's got like he's a lot Living younger alone. than he looks and, all that. and it's not like, I agree with you that doesn't mean she should feel sorry for him as well 
Like, yeah. and also it's kind of sexist because it is a woman and a man. It's like, yeah. oh, what? So we let him off because of that? Like, that is kind of yeah, it's bullshit. There's no way. I bet you couldn't make this film now and there not be a girl in that gang, could there? Yeah, no, no way. Well, it seems really unrealistic anyway. Um, You'd get the shit ripped out of you as well, just for the politics of it all. Mm. And I, I can't believe it got made when it did get made with these politics, and there wasn't well, more, this more actually about happened that kind of thing, you know. Just before the London riots. And I yeah. think that might have affected its actual box office because yeah, I don't, I didn't, yeah, I it don't know. does glamorise what actually everyone hated. Yeah, yeah. I do agree with that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the film, film-wise, film uh, she turns on all the gas, he runs through all bit slow-mo, blow, the whole flat blows up, and then he's basically yeah. like hanging out the window on a on a Union Jack flag, which is kind of... <laughs> like a bit it's naff and also like yeah. also I don't associate Union Jacks hang on tower blocks with like that's not the kind of people I'd be wanting to it'd be more so, in England you know I mean? like, it'd be more an England flag it wouldn't be a Union flag yeah it's still a bit of a I don't yeah, know it'd be, it would definitely be St George's flag yeah. it's it, a bit of a doubt. statement isn't it it's still a bit of a like you know but, keep yeah, them out he's clearly trying to say something there what is he trying to say I didn't get that as well like what's the yeah it's very strange. Anyway, um, and then in the end, quite realistically, all the kids get arrested, uh, which is good because <laughs> at least it is realistic. Um, and yeah, just everyone from the block chants Moses' name and he's happy about that. But it's the kind of film that it has to end here because there's too many big questions if it had even gone on like mm. 10 more minutes, isn't there? Because like there are aliens everywhere. Mm. Uh there isn't really any evidence that... Do you know what I mean? It, it, there's too much... There's now too much to sort out. The mm. film did have to just stop kind of yeah. quite abruptly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a very um, Ghostbusters end, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. You know, they've been dragged out. It's like when they get dragged out um, when in the middle of Ghostbusters. I felt like a real rip-off of that scene. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, interestingly, when it was screened in Toronto uh, to see whether it'd be released there... Canadian comedian, actor and writer Ron Sparks said they should change the title to Space Bears or Space Gremlins to get a large audience. So, <laughs> Space Bears. Space Bears. I, I, think, I think the title is the best thing about it. I, I yeah. love the title Attack the Block. I think yeah. it's really cool Does it make any sense? Title. Attack the Block. Attack the block. Uh, I guess so. Aliens are attacking the block. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I agree with you, Sam. I think that The Raid and Dread are both better films set in tower blocks that... And they still both say something without really saying that thing. Well, that would be so heavy-handed, yeah. Like, like Dredd yeah. is a much better... Uh, tackles, like, social issues like this in a much more nuanced way, despite being a film about a, a super cop killing a, a super drug dealer. Mm. You know, it's mm. ridiculous that that's got more nuance than this, really. I could have filmed a much more epic version of this literally when London riots were going on, the whole place was on fire. And <laughs> you literally, you've got, like, police fighting and it it was, you know... You could have them. Mm. You could do a thing where they're actually fighting aliens, and they're not fighting hoodies. But unfortunately, mm. they're fighting hoodies. Yeah, I mean, I pref- I per- I'll go first because I guess I'm the most positive. But I I remember having a real issue with this the first time round, and I couldn't get over the beginning. I found them so unlikable at the beginning that I yeah. couldn't, by the end, see any kind of redemption for them, and that was my problem with it. Uh, and I remember thinking that the aliens were good and I didn't mind, I liked the soundtrack. And this time I kind of saw a bit more redemption, but all the things you've said, I can't argue against any of the things you've said. There's no so, redemption at all. I can't argue that it isn't, it is very heavy handed. The redemption's there, I just don't think it's earned. Is it, it's, is the, it the, believable as well? Is that redemption yeah, believable? Just because they've really, saved their own asses. Yeah. Well, that he finally... Because, I mean, Moses does a big speech saying, it's all my fault, I need to take responsibility for this, I wish I'd never done it. Oh, I'll boo-hoo, crying, fucking Well, arsehole. yeah. But that is only one character, and the fact yeah. is, all the other boys still... They still mug that woman, they mm. still... You can see I'm pretty stuff. intolerant towards... Yeah. <laughs> and I do think, as far as, like, the, the, the portrayal of, like, drug use and drug dealing, yeah. it's pretty positive. It didn't seem that dealing drugs is that it looks pretty easy it doesn't seem like there's any issues with dealing drugs or doing drugs it seems like quite fun do you know what i mean it's not very um well, yeah that's that's weird like um thing going on where you've got the you know the recreational drugs which is fine mm. but then literally literally next door is the evil black yeah you know rapper youth who's got the real joy empire yeah. he's gonna get you as part of his family all sort of stuff and it's 
again, it's like, what are you trying to? Are you saying it's okay that people do recreational drugs, or yeah. we shouldn't because we're funding this actual yeah. network? Or you know, what what point is he trying to make there? But does yeah, it show any of the real like horrible bits of that world? You know, like of living. You know, the tower block looks very manicured. Actually, yeah. it doesn't look. Yeah, yeah. You know. It hasn't got shit at the walls. It hasn't, you know, you know, you can't no. see all the da- you know, the side effects of all of this stuff mm. which we're being told is just, actually glamorous. Yeah, it just it just its feet and are too it's it's got too many well, another analogy, it's got too many fingers in too many different pies. Yeah, it's it trying to be trying to do. Yeah, yeah, it's trying to be realistic, mm. uh and and be like, Oh look, this is how it is. It's also trying to be a fun kind of child kiddie romp. It's also yeah. trying to be a horror film. It's also trying to be a socially aware, like activist film, and it doesn't hit any of those targets. It's too, it's too messy. It, it tries to do too much and fails in a way. I'd say. Um, yeah. I don't and think it's trying to be anything positive. It's not trying to be socially aware. I think it is. Some it's definitely in there. trying to be, without yeah. a doubt. I don't think it's succeeding, but he's. It, it's. Yeah, it's trying to be like Gremlins, but about stuff, isn't it? Mm. Like it's it's it wants to be a monster movie that that's got a, a message and a heart, but yeah. it's just just missing it massively. And yeah, I mean, one of the as you, as you say, getting followed up. Yeah, one of the biggest like crimes of the film is the fact is those two very small kids that want to be like the bigger kids. Mm. In the end, they're completely validated, aren't they? Mm. They yeah. do become part of the gang, as it were, mm. and that surely isn't something that we should be like happy about. We shouldn't be like, "Oh, cool, two more recruits to this gang on this estate." Like, right. that's not a positive thing, but it's played out in the film. Like, oh, mm. great, yeah, they're part of that gang now. They're getting respect right. because they're getting called by their gang names, not their real names. Yeah, mm. like, shouldn't they have seen something fucked up and decide never to mess with that shit again? That would have been more of a. I mean, but again, that's the problem with dealing with it just over one night, isn't it? Yeah. Those sort of like big lessons can't be taught, and that's why he shouldn't get the redemptive art because it's literally happened over a few hours. Mm. Yeah. You know, you can't expect to have these sweeping changes to the way yeah. people react. Mm. And I mean, to his credit, he's not done that too much other than with John Boyega. Yeah. But also, don't bother approaching these issues then because you can't yeah. say anything meaningful. Mm. You know, you can't. No. What's the point? Yeah. No. Chris, what are your so what are your main thoughts then? You just not you're just out all the way it's out. Fucking toxic. Get rid of it. Right. <laughs> okay. Wow. Phew. Okay. Please just speak your mind. I don't. I don't. Just don't hold back. <laughs> yeah, don't hold back. Yeah. Yeah. Sam. Um. Yeah. I mean, the the thing. Uh, to try and be balanced. I say that it's, <laughs> it's com- competently made in a lot of respects. The the way it looks, but. Um, a lot of how it's directed and things, it's just taking all the the the, the touchstones of a lot of eighties and nineties films that we all enjoy mm. because he he's got the same tastes mm. clearly. Yeah, yeah. In terms of his science fiction, yeah. Um, I don't think he's doing anything particularly original with it, other than perhaps the monster design. There's no really original direction going on, or also the setting of it. I guess we've never seen that British setting. That's quite that's original. true. That is, there is that, but that is a trope in itself, isn't it? Like mm. transport a American idea into Britain yeah. mm. and yeah. make that film. Yeah. That's done quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that happens to be one of my most hated genres of films. <laughs> like, I, can't, I cannot stand oh, the Full Monty oh, or all this shit. Like, I, I hate it. I hate. I I find it very cringy, very cringeworthy. Like British people. No, I hate you from the day. It's awful film. Yeah. Absolutely fucking dreadful. Um, that that film's even worse than this for reasons that we'll get to when we get, if we ever do that. That film's a that that's toxic. Um, this is just terrible. But yeah, no, I I don't know. I I guess it's acted all right, but mm. probably not. I don't really know. I didn't like the music. Didn't like no, anything. Didn't like the look the music, was okay. No, okay. no. it justifies terrible behaviour. It promotes. Uh, well, it actually shows. Poor taste in given the the director's background as well because we all know what the director's background is in, yeah, a, in a class yeah. distinction. Yeah, yeah, just it's fucking. I mean, also like from a, a creative background. I mean, he was still doing the Adam and Joe radio show at the time, mm. which was good, and he'd obviously done Adam and Joe, which is good. And it's if you told me a Joe Cornish science fiction film, I'd be, I would be quite excited yeah. by that. You know, yeah. Um, but I mean, it turns out what I actually want is an Adam Buxton science fiction film. That's yeah. probably what the it turns out is what I want. But sadly, yeah. that never happened because he can't get yeah. a break. Either. Yeah, it does make you wonder if you know he sat in a meeting, 
and was like, right, you know, one idea, two idea, three ideas. And then the, the producer was like, yeah, you know, Joe, what we're really looking for is something to get to the youth market, you know, like, you know, something more for the kids on the streets, you know. That, Have you the, got any um, ideas about that? Like, it almost feels like this wasn't maybe his first idea, that this is maybe a publicity thing, I was trying to target... It'd be interesting, like Chris said, to see what films were out around this time. Were there a, was it like Green Street or um, I'm trying to think of other films that were like very aimed at that market? You know, it, it's that um, it's Naira Park, isn't it? Who produces all these? You oh, know, okay. The, who did Spaced? Oh, okay. Um, and she produced all the uh, Shaun of Dead things like that. And I just think it's it's her machine, production machine, mm. looking for the next Shaun of the Dead. That's what it looks yeah. like to me. Yeah, I can see. That's yeah. what it got made, I think. I mean, it's got it is a hook, isn't it? It's it's yeah, aliens attack Utes um, in London. She did she did Paul as well. Oh, You've seen that? That's, Paul's that's awful. Yeah, isn't it? absolutely awful. Yeah. But that's another. That's the same year as well. That's the same production uh, um, company, uh, Big Talk Productions. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so where are we going to put it, everyone? Where do you want to put it? No, Chris, how low can you go? Um, I wouldn't put it right at the bottom because you know it's not as poor as some shit on here Um, no better than Theodore Rex yeah it is Um, I would put it somewhere around about 75 something like that Mm. I I thought you'd go I think lower than that okay Um, what do you think I think uh, like low eighties, um, low eighties, sort of serenity era around there. Yeah. Area, sorry, um, my stuff was an alien. Actually, black sheep's quite a good. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, feels like a very small film. Yeah, that isn't very good. Yeah, I- I'm all right with that. To be I'm honest, okay I mean, that. I yeah, I'm okay with that. Like I say, I think it's a problematic film. I don't think it's a. I think there's a lot more to be. Like, there's a lot more... You can't just enjoy it, and that annoyed me a bit. Because I think that kind of film, like you say, those films in the 80s, you could just watch them and enjoy them. And yeah. because of the heavy-handed messages, because of who he's chosen to be the leads, because of the trying to redeem, like, redeem these characters that yeah are quite hard to like, it's not as enjoyable as it should be. No. Because that beginning and, and is just really... It is, it is horrible. You just think, well, I don't... I recall... But also, like... Oh. You can understand what, like, you can't make those 80s films anymore, and that makes sense in a way. Yeah. It's got to, because of the way the world is now, but, like, this this isn't the answer to a, to a woke or, you know, Me Too society. No. This, this isn't the answer to that that is good, is it? This like, is all that, just before a lot of recent that happens, stuff. Yeah. And yeah, definitely, yeah. It, Which, I mean, and, it, and you can tell, like, the fact there's no woman in that gang, it feels so dated, doesn't yeah. it, already, despite it being, yeah. like, what, 15 years old? Mm. You know? Yeah. No, 10 years old. 10 years, it's not even that. Yeah, it's not that. 2011 this came out. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, Eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to say, what, uh, 86? 80, 86 or 85, yeah. Cool. Well, attack the block. That was attack. It was a block. good discussion, anyway. It was yeah. a good, um, got us talking. Yeah, and oh. now I hope the listener knows a lot more about tower blocks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like go visit the Trellick Tower. Go see that. Why not? Go to the barbican. Chris will Chris will take you on a tour around the barbican if you want. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. barbican's yeah. great. <laughs> Should we go to the past to see what's in our future, everyone? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sam can't find the file where we talked about next week's film. It is your, The Hunter from the Future, which you may recall was Chris's choice and thus his fault. Here is a trailer. Please enjoy. Peace with our people. He is from a future world. Trapped in another time. Searching for his past. A hunter of incredible power and strength. In his quest for his origin, he and the woman he loves must fight hostile tribes. That film again was your, The Bounty Hunter. Join us next week for scintillating discussion. Thanks. And now back to Alex in the future. Hey guys, this is kind of off-air off business. I'm trying to get us another Star Trek quiz from my friend uh, Tom. I've, I've, I've messaged I don't work with him anymore. I messaged him to say that... Go big time geeky. It needs to be big geeky. Literally okay, I'll try and... deep, deep stuff. Deep, deep stuff. Deep stuff. Don't come. Don't come at questions. me with like how many decks the Enterprise is on. 
come at me with like, what deck is this? You know. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll tell him. All right. I'll tell him to get deep on that. <laughs> deep on that shit. Uh, if you want to email us something about Star Trek, uh, email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail uh, Visit the website at sciencefictionratingsystem or it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SF Rating System. Uh, any oh there's some correspondence aren't there Sam we've got another correspondence wow. also before that I'll just say that uh, talking about Star Trek I am um, endeavouring to catch up with Discovery mm. as uh, people keep telling me it's good and I've got a question uh, how long does the Mirror Universe shit, shit last for in the first series have I got loads of that to get through have you not watched the first series no I got as far as so I watched the first oh, three or okay, four, right. gave up, yeah. and now I'm watching them all again. Yeah. I've I've just got into second half, and I'm in the mirror universe, and it's really boring. Is that going forever, or is that like it's a pretty episodes? much till the end? Yeah, is it really the mirror universe stuff? There's a oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> How, what episode oh. are you on then? Um, uh, the second one back after the break. Yeah, the best one is the Harry Mudd one. Yeah, I've that seen is that good. one. Yeah. Yeah, I've that seen that one, good. yeah. Like uh, yeah, they right. go pretty deep into Mirror Universe. Do you know what I really hate about this discovery mm-hmm. is, you know, on, on the... on the um, This is a really small thing, yeah. but in, on, the, on the ship, on, on the bridge, yeah. there's like the, the robot character and the yeah, character yeah, yeah, Scar yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Do they ever actually talk to them or do anything with them? Not really. The, the, the thing it's really is, weird they, the way... They've taken a different route in the same... We don't get to know any of the names of the bridge officers. Yeah, on, why? They... It, they kind of are trying to fix that in a second series. Oh, uh, right, okay. They, yeah. they are That's definitely, they're definitely really going more st- traditional Star Trek in the second series. Right, so I'll, I'll plough on Plough on. Yeah, good. <laughs> I think I what keep... this first series is, if anything, it's kind of a like... A mistake. No, it's... <laughs> what they've done is they've written, they've written the backstory to how the Klingon Empire starts, and that's yeah. basically what the first series is. It feels very Abrams as well, doesn't it? Like, it's it, very flashy. Yeah. I did appreciate, though, uh, yeah. Jonathan Frakes getting his direction on the first one back after the break. Very Frakesy that was. All the camera flying around everywhere and stuff. It was good The Frakes anyway. one of the second series is the best one so far. Is it? Yeah. I, I don't know why he doesn't get more work. He's a really good... Yeah. It, it, you know, it really director. is. It, 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 was like, it was like being back in TNG days. Uh, but see, that's what I want to get to. Yeah. Right, brilliant. I'll c- crack on. Anyway, right. So back to the correspondence. Mm. Um, this is from old friend of the pod, Colin. Yay, Colin. Hello, Colin. Um, he has found us a film oh, from the 70s, right? Okay. Um, called World on a Wire. Has anyone ever heard of that? No. So he describes it as the 70s Matrix. Oh. Um, uh, oh, hang on, it's a TV series. Oh, Colin. Oh, no. Do you idiot. not know the rules? <laughs> no, no, hang on, they made a film out of it in 2011. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here we go. Um, dystopian science fiction epic. Uh, World on a Wire is a gloriously cracked, boundlessly inventive take on future paranoia. Mm. Um, the noir spark tale of reluctant action hero Fred Stiller, a cybernetics engineer who uncovers a massive corporate and governmental conspiracy... Mm. At risk, mm. our entire brackets virtual reality as we know it. Uh, it's a long, unseen, three and a half hour, labyrinthine, satirical, and surreal look at the weird world of tomorrow from one of cinema's kinkiest geniuses. It's by uh, Rayno Verna Fassbinder. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, you might know. Yeah, it's three so hours. Think it's, yeah, it is three hours, but it sounds interesting, doesn't it? I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. We can give that a go. I'm up for that. Yeah. Is it in German? We'll have to, uh, it is in German, yeah. We'll have to um, find a week when we've got another, a, a, the second film's quite easy and lightweight yeah. to go that haven't we? But, um, Hell yeah. Thanks for that, Colin. Not the kind of thing I expect you to be watching. Considering yeah, that he sent me a review of Spider Man 3 just after that. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, yeah. that's that. Podcast, so. <laughs> oh, is that where yeah. Toby Maguire dances? That is the one, yeah. yeah. Does it, have, you, have you seen Into the Spider-Verse? No, not yet. No, hopefully I'm seeing it um, soon. Super brilliant. And there's a, there's a really cool... Uh, they, they, they sort of like call back Spider-Man 3 at the start of that in a really funny way, which is really good. Yeah, they're not afraid to laugh at themselves now. Films good. Up. Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, right. It's yeah, like an yeah. um, animated thing. But don't really put you off animated. It's really... It really is really... Yeah, really I've seen a bit of it because my friend was mixing it when I went to visit him at Pinewood. Oh, uh, right, okay. Cool. Yeah, brilliant stuff. 
people. Mm. Hey, won't we f- hear about the BAFTAs next time uh, we record, Chris? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah give us some, Get some stardust from uh, the BAFTAs. Yeah. <laughs> and try this year to, you know, at least mention to one person in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just just drop it. When you see Joe Cornish, hey, mate, hey, we've Joe reviewed Cornish. your film. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to print off the list. I'm going to print off the yeah. uh, list and go just around. Put the table in front of him. Burn people. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, you should do. Yeah. 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 Hey, James well, Cameron. Maybe just avoid Ridley Scott because he doesn't really stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll just punch me. He will, yeah, because he's the Martian rating. Yeah. Put, his, put his cigar out in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you, everyone. It was a good show. Uh, let's hope we woke some people out there uh, and attacked their block. I think it was Chris better said. than last last week's uh, film. Oh, I liked. Oh, yeah, it was better than K-Pack. I thought it was better. Oh, yeah, than definitely. K-Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah K-Pack sucks. Um, okay, well, bye-bye. It's goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from Chris. Uh, uh, goodbye. And goodbye from Sam. Adieu. Bye. I'll see you, bruv. <laughs> <laughs>